Aloha. Welcome to the Mr. G Podcast. This is episode 15. First and foremost, I want to congratulate the Miami Heat for winning the Eastern Conference Championship last night on the road in Game 7 in the TD Garden in Boston against a very talented Celtics team that finished with the second best record in the Eastern Conference and one of the best records in the league. Miami was the eighth seed. They barely made it into the playoffs. They're only the second number eight seed in NBA history to make it to the playoffs. They were seven and a half point underdogs yesterday. And if any of you listened to yesterday's podcast, I told everybody bet on the Miami Heat, bet on the money line. If I had money, I would bet on the Miami Heat because they will win this game seven. Not many people could have predicted that. The last time a road team has won a game seven being a seven and a half point underdog, look that up. That must have been years ago, maybe 10 or 20 years ago. I know what I'm talking about. You know, I can't be any more accurate. Before the Lakers-Denver series in the Western Conference Finals, I said Denver was going to sweep the Lakers. I told you I was pretty sure about it. And what ended up happening? Denver swept the Lakers. If somebody would have wagered $100 before the series started and listened to me, you know, and said, oh, let's see if Mr. G's right and wagered $100 that the Denver Nuggets would sweep the Los Angeles Lakers, guess what? That $100 would have made them a couple thousand dollars, a few thousand dollars. Not many people, nobody I've met really is that accurate on betting on sports, but I am that accurate betting on basketball. I've been doing it for over 20 years. I'm not doing it this year because I'm broke. I was tempted to take my rent money yesterday and put it on the Miami Heat. And if that would have happened, then I would have had money for, you know, the cat operation. Uh, but, you know, you never know. Maybe if I would have put the money on the Heat, then uh, maybe they wouldn't have won for some reason. Maybe that form of the matrix in my reality would have changed things. I don't know. But the fact of the matter is they did win. And a lot of times I've, I've seen that when I'm certain about a game and I just I don't put money on it because I don't have money. I've spent most of my life without money. I've spent a good majority of my life, years of it, uh, homeless. But if you want to make fun of that, the same person making fun of that, I'm also much more well-educated uh, and much more skilled at speaking and communicating than the person that wants to make fun of me for being homeless. Also, with that being said, MVP of the Eastern Conference Finals, Jimmy Butler, superstar legend. He also used to be homeless as well. And I'll do a podcast about it coming up here, but you'd be surprised about the number of celebrities that used to be homeless too. Um, like I said, I can't get any more accurate with my predictions. And that goes back to the beginning of the fucking playoffs. You asked who, who do I think was going to be in the Western Conference Finals? Denver and LA. And Denver was going to win. You know, I, almost every series. And they say if you can bet 60% in sports, then you can be rich. Now, I've always, you know, held that quote at, at, at heart because I always bet 60%, but I'm not rich. And one reason is you need money to win money. Uh, there have been a lot of seasons where I would uh, bet $2 a game. And so oh, I won $4, you know, uh, you need money to make money. And so even though I've had it, like lots of success betting on basketball. I've also lost a lot of that money betting on football, I, but I don't bet on football very much often. The majority of all the bets I've made, 95% of them have been NBA basketball. And and I've lost money on, on cards betting on online poker. The season that the Spurs won the championship in 2005 was my most successful season betting on basketball. And half my winnings I lost on 
uh, on online poker within 48 hours. And so that's why, you know, the house always has an advantage and uh, except in sport betting, you know, this, they have the smallest advantage in sport betting and in blackjack too. I can win money on blackjack. I have a winning record in blackjack, but yeah, like I said, congratulations to the Boston Celtics. Uh, they, they, either way, win or loss, they were going to go down in history as one of the only number eight seeds to make it to the NBA finals or the first team to blow a three Oh series lead. And they didn't just you know, win against the Celtics, they blew the Celtics out and led from basically start to finish. They were the much better team. And uh, Martin, uh, some a player I'm not familiar with, must have like seven or eight threes, but Boston also played terribly. They started off one for 10 on three pointers, no, one for 13 on three point shots. And uh, their two supposed superstars uh, played poorly with, uh, you know, you know, 12, 15 turnovers between them and uh, just not, not good games. And so, yeah, congratulations to Jimmy Butler, bam, out of bio. Duncan Robinson had a great game last night. He's one of my favorite players being a Spurs fan. And he's just like a normal dude that just like has found his niche in the NBA. So he also has a podcast too. I've uh, seen clips of his podcast. It's pretty good. But uh, it was a, a, a great game. I didn't actually uh, watch the game. I listened to it while I, uh, you know, did some repair work. Uh, sometimes I don't watch the big games like game seven because everybody's watching it and I don't want to see the commercials and I want like a different experience. So I did uh, some scrubbing on the walls in the bedroom and I did a lot of like deep cleaning while I listened to the game on uh, the radio, uh, old like old fashioned style. But I also didn't like cheer like I did in game six. In game six, I was cheering and like saying, do it, Jimmy Butler, do it for every homeless person. You know, but this one, I was more humble. And like, even though they were up a lot and it was looking good, the, just even into the start of the third quarter, I uh, still uh, kept my uh, humility and didn't like jump and yell and, you know. And, and, but overall, and that's what you want to do in life. And I think you have the best outcomes, win or loss with that stoic mentality so in the in the nba finals we got the denver nuggets versus the miami heat and if you want my prediction on that i i am cheering for the heat but i don't think they have much of a chance uh because of the joker of the denver nuggets there's they don't really have anybody that can guard him uh kevin love is coming off the bench i haven't seen kevin love play in a couple of years, uh, Bam Adebayo is like maybe six inches shorter than Jokic. So I don't really know what they're going to do, um, but they have a great coach with Eric Spoltra and Eric Spoltra is a really great defensive coach. And you never know what can happen. They have to play the games. There could be an injury. There could be an upset. There could be a COVID, a, a, a pandemic. There could be a number of things that happen uh, that could prevent uh, you know, the uh, Denver Nuggets from sweeping the Miami Heat. I don't think that they'll sweep them. I think the Miami is good enough to get a game. They might steal one of the first two games in uh, Denver. They might win game one. If I was to bet on Miami in any game, I would take the Heat in game one because they're really fresh off of playing. Uh, they're not having like a week or, or, or more than a week off like the Denver Nuggets. 
And a lot of times they'll start off uh, cold, no pun intended, Denver. But Denver might start off cold, and uh, Miami has, is just fresh off a, a seven-game series, two seven-game series, because they went seven games with Philadelphia too, I believe. But um, they, uh, the, a lot of times in basketball, even the, the much better team having that break off, it takes a little while to get back into it. So the the wisest bet would probably, uh, they might get their shit together by the second half, the Denver Nuggets. So if I was to bet, I would bet the Heat in game one to win the first quarter or to win, like to be up at halftime. Halftime, it would probably be close. And I'd say uh, the Heat might be up by a couple points for game one. But like I said, they have to play the games. You never know. Um, 121 teams have fallen down 0-3, like the Boston Celtics did against the Miami Heat before they went to game seven, where the Celtics were favored by seven and a half points. And now they thought that the Celtics would be the first team to break that curse in the NBA. But now 122 teams that have fallen down 0-3 have lost. So no team has ever come back after falling down 0-3. And uh, that, that's an interesting uh, thing in sports. But uh, the NBA Finals, we have Lakers, Celtics. I mean, everybody thought it was going to be Lakers, Celtics. They made it to the Conference Finals. Normally, if the Lakers or the Celtics are in the Conference Finals, they're going to make the NBA Finals. But not this year. This year, we have new teams. And if you look at it, the Denver Nuggets have not uh, even been to the NBA Finals in you know 50 years, almost. Like 48, 49 years. And... Uh, you know, teams like the Lakers or the Celtics, the Lakers have been to the NBA Finals 32 times. The Denver Nuggets have never been there. <laughs> Give them a shot, you know. Let's see what's going on in Denver. Uh, they're going to be hosting their first ever NBA Finals game on Thursday. Uh, Miami, you know, they previously ne uh, did not make it to the NBA Finals until 2006 with Dwayne Wade and uh, Shaquille O'Neal, and that changed their whole culture as well all right uh with that being said uh let's go ahead and uh talk about i stopped on the 2006 nba finals so uh the 2007 nba finals that was my first year at the university of texas and the spurs won the championship in the 2007 nba finals um i was working at like this university of texas like calling center where like students get like a work credit but it was one of the worst things jobs i've ever had or experienced because the people the kids there were just pieces of shit that have never worked a job in their life and they did not know how to conduct themselves in a fucking office environment but that was uh lebron james uh was doing really well that year he might have won mvp in 2007 but he led uh, his team to the NBA Finals where they were swept by the San Antonio Spurs. And I see something similar this year. I see the Denver Nuggets just being totally a better team than the Miami Heat. Uh, Gabe like Gabe Vincent played incredible yesterday, but uh, he's not the type of player that does that every game. Jimmy Butler has a bad game here and there. Uh the Nuggets have five starters that are going to have good games regardless. They might have incredible games, uh, but they're going to have good games regardless. 
And Nikolai Jokic is most likely going to average a triple-double. There's no answer for him. Uh, They don't have any bigs that can guard him. They uh, double-team him. He can pass out of a double-team better than anybody the NBA has ever seen. So the way that the Nuggets swept the Lakers, um, odds are they're going to sweep the Heat. But like I said, I I have faith enough that the Heat are going to steal a game. And that's what the NBA wants. That's what uh, TNT wants. That's what ESPN wants. That's what all the cable networks want. They want as many games as possible. But Miami's not good enough to take Denver to seven games, you know, barring an injury to a Denver Nugget player. But Miami is good enough to steal a game, whether that's game one or one of the games in Miami. And one NBA Finals game produces almost more than a billion dollars in revenue. So it's like extremely important uh, that you know that to lean that way and for the refs to lean that way to make another game a game five. However, sometimes you get a team that's just so good, and uh, they might be from a small market like San Antonio in 2005, where they swept Cleveland. Cleveland would have loved to have gotten a game in that series in the 2000, excuse me, the 2007 NBA Finals, uh, the San Antonio Spurs versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland got swept by the Spurs. Cleveland would have loved to have stolen a game in that series. And I believe they came close, but just how Miami was the better team than Boston, uh, Denver can toy with Miami. Denver can let Miami even get ahead a little bit. But being the better team in basketball, you can always like clamp down in the third, fourth quarter, you know, get your defense going, especially when you're on the road, you know, clamp down, get the crowd out of it. And, uh, you know, if you're the better team, you know, you'll win from start to finish. The better team is going to go up 3-0, and that's what Miami did against Boston. Then they lost three games in a row. They're a young team. Uh, they're a, an experienced team. They're they're a uh, rebel rouser team, I would call them. They got nothing to lose. They're playing on house money. They're like, fuck it, we're the eighth seed. We're in the NBA Finals, motherfucker. We ain't got no superstars. We, we just won the East. You know, how many times have people doubted Jimmy Butler, you know, and he just uh, takes that criticism and nobody's going to criticize him anymore. He's on the biggest stage he's ever been in in his life. And from sleeping in a laundromat, being homeless to being the the man, the guy in the NBA finals, the biggest superstar in the NBA finals this year is Jimmy Butler, no doubt. And he's got the the swag. <laughs> to prove it too one thing about game game seven last night if you look at the press conference from game six and i talk about it in yesterday's podcast uh, 80 per, or 90 percent of communication is nonverbal communication but if you watch that press conference and you look at the uh mannerisms of uh, coach spolstra and of jimmy butler and what they say and jimmy butler is, is calm he's not upset he's not anxious he's calm and and he even says under his breath like the reporter's like are you going to game seven that's going to be very tough to win in boston in game seven you're going to be big underdogs you let this uh, slip away in game six how how does it feel are you uh, are you feeling a lot emotionally and he's like no it's okay that's basketball that's that's why i love the game it was a great game this is a, a legendary game and uh I'm, i know it's a tough place to play in game seven but 
we we're a good team and we will prove that and we'll win. And he, he said that like under his breath is like, we'll win. Yeah. And not many people caught that and the media didn't caught that. But Jimmy Butler during the press conference, he's like, yeah, it's a tough place to play, but we're a good team and we'll win. And I, I caught that and I was like, yeah, you will. And that, that was pretty awesome. Uh, uh, like I said, it's legendary. That's why basketball is the, my favorite sport. That's why I love it uh, for moments uh, like that. And since there's so many side stories, like I said, uh, Jimmy Butler was uh, abandoned by his parents. I was also abandoned by my parents. And uh, Jimmy Butler had to sleep in a laundromat. I also had to sleep in a laundromat. Uh, I'm not a professional NBA basketball player, though. And I'm, I don't know what the fuck I am. If you ask me, what do you do for a living? We're going to maybe start fighting. I'll be like, what the fuck? You talking shit? If that kid comes up to me, hey, what do you do for a living? I'm, I'm, I shit, I eat, I feed cats. What are you fucking, what do I do for a living? You know, I guess I, I've sticked with writer. And if you look at most of my TikTok videos on my main TikTok page, it's a uh, writer, 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 a writer in Hawaii. Uh, this podcasting though, it's something I'm good at. It's something I'm talented. Uh, there's not getting any views and I can't uh, be more accurate with my predictions. If I was a fucking time traveler and came here from the future, knowing who's going to win these NBA games. And I'm like in this apartment and I'm like, Oh shit. I, I know the results of the games, but I don't, uh, for some reason, the time traveler doesn't have money, well, which is understandable because what if he didn't have money before he got on the time machine, you know? You need money to make money, even if you're a fucking time traveler. So the time traveler would be in the same position as me. He'd be trying to tell people, hey, guys, I know who's going to win the game. Listen to my podcast. I lo look at my tweets. I was right about this. I was right about every single game. Bet money on this. You know, I'm telling you to uh, easy money to make. The Lakers are going to get swept. The fucking Heat are going to win a tough game on the road. You know, they're going to make it to the NBA finals. I was right about all of this. And if I was a freaking time traveler still, I'd be like, you fuckers are stupid. And then it's just like, oh, like the sheep. I'm like, oh, well, you don't have many likes or, or viewers. So you're wrong because because that's everything. Likes and viewers. That's that's how you equalize a person. That's how you rate a person. That's how you um. That's that's how a person is is uh, judged because how, how many likes they have. Like what the fuck? Like I've had a team of fucking haters on me for five years now just because like they saw me hang out with this, some toxic racist live streamer and just downvoting every video, reporting every video. And now that I've been doing these podcasts, the haters are like oh, he sounds good. Ah, ah, what are we gonna do? Light his house on fire. Ah basically that's what they're doing like it's like what the fuck yeah i sound good deal with it it has nothing to do with your life it has nothing to do with your life stop fucking hating you know i've had a hard fucking life so let me fucking do what i'm fucking good at don't fucking downvote cat feeding videos if especially they're fucking well made don't downvote my podcast especially if i know what the fuck i'm talking about was I wrong about my bet predictions? No, I wasn't. It's fucking objective. It's two plus two equals four. I was right about every fucking betting prediction that I made. Look at my tweets. Look at the earlier podcasts. Are you going to say that I wasn't right? 
Are you going to say that I don't sound good? Are you going to say my voice does not sound good? So the thousands of fuckers that have told me my whole life that I sound great on a microphone, they were lying? Huh? Because you're downvoting my videos, right? Because I, I post a little clip on my podcast on YouTube. It gets 400 views and zero likes. And then the next video, 400 views, zero likes. The next video, 403 views, three likes. Next video, 405 views, five likes. Oh, what does that tell you? Oh, well, I got people not liking your video because they don't like you, Mr. G. Nobody likes a tall, smart, handsome guy. No, we like short, dumb weetards who live in their mommy's basement. That's what we like. That's what all the ladies want. They want the guys who watch Professor Low Wesseling. Right? No, that, that's not what people want. They want to hear somebody like me. They want to hear a voice like this. Are you listening to the sound of my voice? Are you listening to the audio of this podcast? Well, reach out to me. Tell me where you're listening to. Are you listening on Spotify podcasts? Are you listening on iHeartRadio podcasts? Are you listening on Spot on, on uh, Apple podcasts? Um, full episodes are uploaded on YouTube and Twitter. Is that where most people are watching it? But yeah, do you hear the sound of my voice? What does it sound like? Does it sound good? Does it sound bad? It's a rhetorical fucking question. All right. Like, what, what else am I supposed to do? Can I be any, I can't be more accurate on my predictions. I can't be more knowledgeable. You're not going to find somebody that can talk as well as I can. You're not going to barely find somebody that's as smart as I am. So what the fuck? Like, it's like these, these fuckers are fucking like online fucking hacker. Like, like have some dignity, dude. Have some fucking dignity. Like, go live your life. I wish you the most success, just like the fucking haters that live in this building. I, I wish you the most success, but I never want to fucking see you again, ever. If I ever see you again, it's too soon. Why? Because I have my own life to live. And people that impede my progress, get the fuck out of my way. I'm 43 years old. I've had a very hard fucking life, but I got a big fucking dick. And I want everybody to know that, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> My, my, I have a lot of talents and a lot of abilities. I'm great at a lot of things. And sometimes in life, you could be the best at something and nobody knows it. You could uh, do your best and it's awesome and it's good enough, but it's still not good enough. You could write the best song ever and play it on your guitar every day. But and, and if people hear it, like, oh yeah, I like the song. How, how many views it's got? How many likes it's got? You could paint the best painting you've ever painted and people could look at it. Oh, well, it's just in your bedroom. Well, why is it in a museum? You know, if, it, if it's so good, then, then why is it in a museum? You know, or you could write the best book. You could write an awesome book that everybody that has read the book gives it five stars. Every motherfucking single person that has read the book likes it. And they go on Amazon, they give it five stars, right? But you got a fucking small gang of troll fucking nerdy ass dungeons and dragons <laughs> you got fired as a teacher <laughs> coming and writing just fake reviews writing lies writing bullshit oh mr t he was in i thought like what the fuck all because i hung out with that guy like twice for five fucking minutes? You're part of the community. Are you going on the OB? Like, bro, it's been five years. 
this makes me respect women more because women have to deal with this a lot. Like they're, they're in high school. They always have like some fucking nerdy dude, nerdy, nerdy little short guy in high school that like sends them roses and writes them songs and makes them mixtapes. And then even years after you you know, nowadays with, with an online shit, they're just being stalked by these fucking dungeons and dragons dorks like over and over, like for years, like, sending the messages on facebook or some shit you know like but yeah uh and, and it is weird because i have nothing to do with that or them but uh, i rarely even mention them you know i created a whole new community on tiktok that and not a single person like uh you know i i don't have any uh i don't have any um what's the word i'm looking for i didn't even make any coffee what the fuck's wrong with me that's the issue. That's why I keep starting from my words. I need coffee here. Like, I don't have my coffee. We might do a second podcast today just because if I don't get something right, I don't, like, give up until I succeed. So this podcast, it's a success in its own way. But I could do another one, just talk about whatever the fuck I want. No script needed. Uh, but the difference would be I would have a cup of coffee, and that always gives me energy and uh, makes me more talkative. So, congratulations, Miami Heat. I'm probably not going to watch most of the NBA Finals. I'm going to watch game one, but uh, depending on how that game goes, I may not even watch it despite doing a basketball podcast. Uh, but like I said, we are going to do a uh, podcast coming up here about celebrities that used to be homeless. And I'm going to do that during the NBA Finals so I can highlight Jimmy Butler, uh, plus a number of other celebrities you would not believe uh, actually had to sleep rough. So I made a video on it too, uh, and uh, a long time ago. <clears throat> but yeah, thank you all for listening. I'm going to cut it short today because I'm going to do another episode here. And everybody, have a great day. Aloha.